0: The word is near you. I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. This is the first Sunday in Lent. And when I look at you, I see many faces that came near to me on Ash Wednesday, faces that I touched with the the soft pat of my fingertip, marking you with ashes, as beloved, faces of little children, faces with gentle creases in the corners of your eyes, faces with freckles, dark skin, light skin, or olive skin, young, wondering faces, and faces that have had a few tough months. Faces that were happy to be at church. Their faces reminded me also that there were those of us who could not be there for Ash Wednesday and yet were not forgotten, it was still in our hearts. You see, Ash Wednesday collects us together in God's deepest embrace. Reminding us that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Reminding us that everything rises and falls, rises and falls into the arms of God. The word was near to us in the beginning, and it is always near to us, closer than our very breath. This constancy, it allows us, even at the grave, to make our song. Because we know as faithful people, oh Lord, life is changed, not ended. It is in the season of Lent where we come face to face with our mortal lives. It's a time where we might look in the mirror, we might look at how we are living And see, that we often do not have it figured out or under control. We might recognize places where we are squeezing God out when we should be opening the door, opening our hearts to the one who created us and loves us. Lent teaches us that we are not to be tasked with the shouldering, shouldering the burden of our lives and our sin alone. We are asked to pick up hope, that great hope where the passion, the cross, and the death of Jesus is set between the judgment of our souls. We have the hope of salvation. And this is not just a hope to enjoy eternally, but a hope for now, a a hope that will sustain us on our worst days and bring our souls contentment on the good ones. God is here now to gather us up. Jesus is ready and more than capable of pointing us to a life of blessing. The real joy of knowing that our identity and our salvation rests in God alone. We see Jesus fully embracing this knowledge today in our gospel from Luke. Jesus is baptized, led by the Spirit and tempted by Satan. Both Satan and Jesus are well-versed in Scripture. (laughs) When we listen to our gospel, we hear verses 11 and 12 of our psalm echoed in one of the temptations. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, "He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone." There's a clear difference between how Satan speaks of Scripture and how Jesus responds faithfully. In every temptation, Satan begins by saying, "If you are the Son of God, command the stone to become a loaf of bread. If." You then will worship me. It will all be yours. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. That's not how Jesus operates. Jesus is immersed in Scripture. The word is on his lips and in his heart, as Paul describes in our epistle. The word of God gives Jesus the spiritual And very importantly, the bodily strength that he needs to resist temptation. The word is literally enfleshed in him, soaked into his very bones. And Jesus embodies our passage from Deuteronomy today as well. His response to Satan signals that that everything Jesus is, everything that he has is from God. Satan speaks in ifs. Jesus speaks in certainties. It's as if Jesus responds, no, no, Satan. You see, you've got this all wrong. It's not if I am the son of God. It's since. Since I am the son of God, I will worship the Lord my God and serve only him. Since I am the son of God, I will not put my father to the test. Perhaps sense can be our word during Lent. Since I am beloved in the sight of God, I will be kind to myself and to others. Since I am not forgotten by the one who loves me, I can make it another day. Since I am in a community of saints that have come before me, are here now with me, and are still yet to come, I will lean on them. I will worship, study God's word, and serve with them. I will laugh and love and walk this Lenten journey to the other side with them. Sense. I mean, it might be helpful for you to make your own sentence starting with that word. Maybe you do that this week, and and it's your meditation So let us lean into that certainty of God, into the constancy, into the deep love that God has for you and and for me and for us all. The word is near, and our hope and salvation rests in God. No ifs. Amen.